The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Thanks for joining us. This is Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Expand the power of your personal energy. Welcome to Energy Activation with Sandra Ann Taylor. Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Ann Taylor, and I'm so happy to be with you today. Um, It's kind of a a dismal fall day here on the North North Coast, Um, but, uh, you know, we still have a few good um, weather days left, planning to get out there as much as we can. Up for those of us up north. I do want to announce that our um, Pray It Forward campaign is going. Our, our, chair praying, uh, our prayer chain <laughs> our prayer chain is continuing. And so if you could join us with one prayer, just one prayer a day of your own making or a classic prayer if you prefer, um, just to pray for the healing of COVID and the economy and the fires, and also for the expansion of love um, in this time. Uh, and um, it's uh, I'm getting emails from all over the world from people who are praying. So we're just going to keep expanding. The law of expanding influence says that the more people that engage in the same activity and the same intention, um, the more that expands that consciousness in the world and the more it creates those results. So, okay, so I do want to introduce my guest, uh, Sharon Ann Klingler, medium extraordinaire. (laughs) It's true. And we're going to talk about the bounty of spirit today, how you can uh, reap the rewards of spirit. um, And uh, there's just so many rewards to be had that, uh, you know, we always think of the fall as harvest time. And um, you can harvest the intentions that you forge with spirit right now. I I remember um, a major uh, bounty that I, um, a gift that I received uh, uh, was the fodder for the information for my book, The Quantum Breakthrough Code. Um, and that was a gift from Spirit. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Let's welcome Sharon to the show. Hi, Sharon. Hi, Sandra. How you doing, everybody? I hope everybody's doing well this um, fabulous, um, although rainy, um, fall day here. Um, uh, yes, the bounty of Spirit is so wonderful. And we can help, Spirit can help us, you know, get... Um, achieve our goals and all of that type of thing and support us. But you know what? I think that the 
true bounty, the the most profound bounty of spirit is the bounty that you can find in your own eternal, glorious, totally radiant, incandescent, um, all-loving self. Um, because sometimes, you know, there are days where, we're not getting the insights that we need or, um, you know, the new job that we're getting is eluding us. So even though spirit is helping us, you know, um, there's free will, you know, and it's not just our free will, but the entire combined free will of all the people that are involved in influencing a situation. For instance, the even the COVID situation, you know, it's hard to find, find bounty when, you know, there are millions and millions of people who are laid off and stores and restaurants and everything are closed. So I think that the sometimes, and, and we absolutely do want to engage with spirit to help us um, clarify our choices and our directions but we also just want to engage with our higher self who is spirit too mm-hmm. and spirit always when even when we feel as if everything's gone i've lost everything due to covid i don't have a job where you know all of this type of thing you know so um everybody just take a minute i'm just going to take a moment with you now um if you're driving a car don't close your eyes um but just close your eyes for a minute and this isn't going to be a deep meditation or anything and just take a deep breath and let, let yourself exhale and then take another deep cleansing relaxing breath And invite yourself to start to recognize the presence and the power of your own higher self. And with your next deep breath, let yourself feel the God divine self within you. And you start to notice how warm you get, how how illuminated you get, how radiant you get. You start to be filled with light all the way down to your toes, all the way up to the top of your head, down your arms to your fingers, beautiful, glorious light that actually moves out of your pores and through the skin and into the space around you. And not only do you feel this compassionate, loving, powerful light, but you are deeply and profoundly affected by the enormous, unconditional love that you sense within this being who you are. This is who you are forever. You are the source of this love, and you are all love and all light. And notice the boundlessness of this love and the boundlessness of this light and the gentle power of your divine eternal self. This bounty is found in nothing outside you. It is always within you. So just take another moment to take a deep breath and relax into this beautiful, bountiful, joyful self. And know that this is who you are every minute, even when you're doing the laundry, even when you're out and about. And start to bring yourself back and open your eyes with this radiant light and this pervasive, loving, gentle, compassionate power moving all through you. So that's really um, 
I mean, if we want to, of course, we have we can be, create bountiful things in our life, um, bountiful relationships, bountiful careers, bountiful you know environments. Um, but if if we don't get this bounty, that bounty is going to elude us too. And so I, that's what I wanted to share with everybody today, Sandra. It's just a moment, just a moment that you can take every day, a couple of times a day, to remind yourself on a, in a very visceral way the experience of who you are in this bounty, in this boundless, limitless eternity that you are who you are. And thank you for that. That was a lovely meditation. Very easy, very quick, and very short. Um, and the thing about um, receiving from spirit is um, the the key element uh, for receiving from spirit is connecting with spirit. And your own spirit is the first spirit to connect with. It is the the pipeline to all the other spirits, to divine consciousness, to the angels, to your spirit family, your guides, that type of thing. So the more you do this little meditation, um, the more you connect and you receive inspiration and um, information, guidance uh, that you might not have received if you don't spend any time making that connection with your higher self, which is vibrating at the same level as the other spirits and vibrating at the same level as divine consciousness. So um, make that, I really want to encourage you to make that intention. I did say I was going to tell you about um, how I got the uh, information for my quantum breakthrough code. I wrote a book a uh, number of years ago, uh, uh, about maybe four or five years ago, called Your Quantum Breakthrough Code. And I was working with a client at the time um, that was having difficulty in sales meetings. She had some social anxiety. We had worked through uh, various uh, other issues, anxiety with their family, with social circumstances, but she just couldn't break through the work issue. Um, and I went to sleep one day and said, there must be something that Peggy can do to break through this pattern. And then I had this very, very, very clear, specific dream about this uh, coding process where you put your fingers on your, your third chakra and um, you can decode negative stuff and code positive stuff and, um, and uh, you know, code positive intentions like being comfortable in um, work situations and thriving in uh, situations like that. And I taught, I taught it to Peggy and it really it blasted through her uh, resistance in this area, and um, she was able to. She had anxiety in little meetings of eight or ten people, and now she runs well before in person. Now she runs them online, but she was running um, big conferences of two and three thousand people. Uh, so uh, I, I, this was just in the specifics. I'll probably do a show on this next year on uh, the quantum breakthrough code. So I can share that with you, but I'm still getting emails from people all over the world saying, you know, I broke this habit. I got out of this phobia. I broke this addiction uh, using that simple technique. And Peggy was able to um, 
completely achieve what it is she wanted to achieve work-wise. And, you know, I take no credit for that. It was, I got that in a dream and um, I used it with a lot of people and taught it in a conference before I wrote it in a book. This is the bounty of spirit that you can get if you really connect all the time. And I'm sure Sharon has probably a dozen stories she can tell um, where she was inspired to write something or even say something. Um, and uh, it, it just comes more spontaneously when you meditate more, when you connect with your higher self, when you connect with others. And even when you do that, it comes in dreams as well. My husband had a dream that he should get his tie rods checked. And he literally went that day and the, the mechanic said, if you had not come in and this broke had broken on the freeway, uh, it was just hanging by a thread. Uh, he could have lost his life. So, you, you yeah, And I door. think, Sandra, isn't it the case that um, I remember that story and isn't it the case that he, he, he dreamt of his uncle either in that dream or just before that dream or somebody, somebody else in the family who was in, in uh, the auto industry? I believe it was. I believe it was. I can't remember the specifics, but I do remember it was um, a gift from spirit that yeah. literally a gift to all of us and certainly yeah. a gift to him. Um, because, you know, to, uh, first of all, to have a dream like that, check your tie rods, and then for him to trust it and actually go to that was was just, you know, yeah, and I do believe it was a family member who came to him and talked to him. Um, and you know and what, so Sandra, I think during, you know, your coding, the technique of coding, maybe one of the reasons that's so powerful is the engagement of the flow of energy through that chakra mm -hmm. actually helps the higher self flow the energy from the etheric into the physical world so that we can, I don't know, I'm just spitballing here, but maybe that's that's one of the, you know, reasons it's such a powerful device is because it it maybe engages the higher self in some way or another to, oh, you know, work with you on this issue. Absolutely. And, and when you engage the higher self, you live to your highest divine consciousness. And it's the divine consciousness is the source of all the value, the source of the solutions, the source of your talents, your expression. Now you can do a little meditation and ask for guidance on, you know, what it is you want to do to express yourself, to paint or to write poetry or create music or anything that you want to create, um, you can uh, you can get into that mentality, not in any desperate way, but in an open way. And that's exactly right, Sharon. I think when you engage the higher self, you engage the flow of divine consciousness and all of the, the connection with spirit. So that's the bounty of the spirit. You, it's very important to know that you have the um, possibility to um, bring in spirit's uh, information, asking helps, right, Sharon? Asking yeah. can help. <laughs> if you ask for, you know, I need help with this project or, or whatever, um, and 
Benjamin didn't ask about uh, his tie rods, but they, they certain, certainly came anyway. But I had asked about what can Peggy do, and I certainly got an answer to that. And so if you have something that you need some in inspiration about, um, do that little meditation where you really connect with your higher self and then take a moment to let your higher self connect with all of spirit. You will not be disappointed. It will open you up to some powerful, powerful experiences. So um, anything else on that before we take calls, Sharon? No, it's just important, even if you don't do that process, it's important to remind yourself throughout your day that you are an eternal being. And um, it's important to do these processes, you know, like the coding process or this little meditation, because cause the, you know, we don't want our experience of our higher self just to be an academic, intellectual one. But even as you go through, we want it to be a real experiential one. But even as you go through your life, even as you go through your daily rituals, your daily work, um, if something comes and you get, you know, flustered by it or, you know, even depressed or whatever, you know, remind yourself, this is only in this moment in time, and I am and I live in eternity, so that you can help remind yourself that, you know, that you can get a greater perspective on this. So do the processes that that will help you have an experience of your higher self, but also remind your mind <laughs> that you are an eternal being and that your mind doesn't have to define every loss or benefit through the physical world. That's right. It is, in fact, the, the greatest value, I think, is through the spiritual world, and then that brings more through the physical world. So, yeah, remind your mind. Yeah. <laughs> think of, think, you know, think of it. Think of your eternal life. Your soul pre-existed this life. Your soul pre-existed all past lives. It goes back to divine consciousness, to the source of all love and creativity. So um, it, when, you, when you look at that and think of yourself in terms of that, you can find an unlimited definition of yourself. And that's where uh, the real value lies. So thank you, Sharon. Oh, so oh, you. let's go to the phones. Let's answer some calls here. Let's go to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. How's it going? Um, I just had a question. Um, I was just wondering if, like, spirit guides or uh, you guys have any um, guidance for me on my next steps. I feel kind of, like, uneasy right now. <laughs> That's the best way to describe it. Um, I'm, I'm looking at having a third baby, but I keep going back and forth. Um, so I well, just wanted I, to see... I, I have to say that I do see a new beginning with you. Of course, it's a third baby, so it wouldn't be a totally new, you know what that's like, but um, I, uh, I'm seeing you on a, on a spiritual path. I'm seeing a white light on this path. And so um, if you do decide to have this baby, they want to take some spiritual energy into it. I'm also seeing a contract here. Um, and that uh, may be a karmic contract with the, the person who uh, might be coming in for you. There is a woman in the living here who is going to be helpful 
um, with this decision, not with the process, if you do have it, but I'm, I'm, I'm hearing someone talking to you about it and listing the pros and cons and what, what is motivating you. But I do feel that there is a valuable spiritual path here. I see you on a white path and that is, um, there's some value uh, in in this process of making this decision that helps to lead you to spirit, which is just what we're talking about. What are you picking up, Sharon? Well, I actually I have to say that I do see the baby in spirit around you. So that might okay. be why she or he, I actually feel it's a she, but I don't think that, that don't be determined that that is the gender because right. I often get what they were in their past life, okay? So, um, but you've had past lives with this baby, and indeed this baby has had past lives with your other two children. One of the things that I, and do you know someone in spirit or in the living named Helen or Ellen? Yeah, uh, yes, I do. Okay. She's coming on to our team, actually, so just Say that recently. Again. Um, it's work-related. Okay, uh, all right. Well, um, it just feels as if um, somebody is mentioning that name, and as I see that name, they pull the name out of an envelope, as if we need to de- um, discover more about either about Helen or what Helen has to do with you or work with you. But back to the baby, honey. I really feel as if if you have the third baby, and this may be a concern of you consciously now, or it might not concern you yet, but um, uh, and I do very, feel very strongly the pull between you and the baby. There's it's a natural thing there, um, but um, it feels to me as if one of the things that will need to be worked out is the logistics. You know, I'm talking about just yeah. your daily life logistics. I'm not talking about, you know, our, you know, I'm, I'm not worried about, like, are we going to have enough money, um, I, you know. But I just feel as if I've got to get all it's, – it's like i got to set up a chessboard for all of the pieces to get in play. And so you might have to get, you know, um, babysitters to watch the other babies or, you know, there might just be, there's some logistical things that you have to take care of. But I don't see any problem with, or I don't see any, you don't have a concern with having the third baby. You're just confused about it, right? Like, I know I wanted, it's more of a process of going through pregnancy and delivering Uh, and then, also, I am, what you're saying is right, I am adjusting my schedule to accommodate a third, uh-huh. but I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> a well, lot of work. Well, that's but I feel really... spiritually I want, I want the next baby. I, hey, I know I do. Hey, listen, from somebody who was in labor for three days, I can tell yeah. you uh, the reason, I understand the reason of not wanting to do it for that. But you know what? You're just like every mother says. That comes, it goes, it's over. It's horrible, but then it's over. But it really is the logistical thing. But once it feels, I mean, that's really the much longer thing that you'll have to deal with on an open-ended basis. But it does feel as if I literally see you in front of a chessboard and you've got um, all the players, the pieces in your hands, and you're just setting them up and. 
you're not even setting them up in the places they're supposed to go, you know, as if they're getting ready for a battle. You're actually setting them, you know, the white and the black pieces, Emery. You're all setting them up in little groups so that they're kind of like helping each other. <laughs> so you yeah. can, So there's also logistical things about work, and I'm not just talking about your schedule, but um, it seems like you administrate something or manage something at your workplace. And so you would have to make sure that the proper people at work would be put together so that you can get support in this endeavor. I don't see, yes, it will be a challenge, but no, it won't be a problem, and you do, and we have, and will love this baby. Yeah, and okay, I feel... Okay, thank you. I do feel, honey, that um, you're, you are called to it and you're resistant to it because the increased amount of work and effort um, and energy that it will take. But I think that's why they put you on a spiritual path. They put you on this white path and trying to um, learn how to balance, self-prioritize and prioritize the kids. And they also showed me the woman in the living who's going to be helpful to you. So maybe it's also about hiring someone to help you as well so that you can create balance for yourself. All right. This might be a, a, a lesson and that might be why, why you're so driven to it. All right, honey. Thank you so, very much. Very thank helpful. you. Honey. Thank you. God bless Good. you everything honey all right let's go to elantra hi elantra hi sandy are you there yeah hi how are you oh oh fine great thank you um i have two questions uh the first one is that i have been trying to reach your office i called your office number several times this month and i haven't received any callbacks and i'm just wondering why and what's going on well, I'll ha I have to tell you that we do have people not going in as much, but they should be able to receive it. The office number, let me make sure you have it. It's 440-871-5448. And Elantra, you email us at starbringerassociates.com with your phone number, and um, we will have someone get back to you um, right away. Put in the subject line that we talked on the show, and we will get back to you right away. All right, sweetheart? Oh, I'm sorry, Sandra. I can't do email. That's not, that's the problem. Oh, that's the problem. Okay, honey. Um, well, try that number again, and I will definitely have our girls um, be just leave a message and be um, uh, be patient. We will get someone in. No one's been going into the office much because of the circumstances, you know. If they have but been picking up picking up messages. Can I ask if there's a certain day that you call? Uh, um, no, I, I well, I called about three times throughout okay. the month. I, I don't remember now exactly oh, when. That's I, fine. Just call that's again fine. and um, okay. at that four four zero eight seven one five four four eight. Yeah. Leave a message again, and um, I'll be sure to have. Um, we'll be sure to have our secretaries take a look. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thanks, And Andrew. can I ask another question? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I I was doing um, an af affirmation saturation. Uh, mm -hmm. I did it for 28 days. Oh, and good. Yeah, I, I did probably about 20 affirmations, and I was repeating them 10 or 11 times every day. Oh, and I was very excited at the beginning. I believed everything I was saying, but by the end of the month, I wasn't believing anymore. Uh. Uh, 
Well, we have to switch out some of the affirmations, but you know, Elantra, I'm getting the signal that we have to go to break. Can you hold on so we can talk again after break? Sure. And everyone else, hang on, we'll do all readings after the break. Experience the difference. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Energy Activation with Sandra Ann Taylor. We're going to just talk a little bit more to Elantra if we can get her back on the line. Um, Elantra, uh, we, um, when you, when I talk about affirmation saturation, I usually recommend it for, um, 10 days to two weeks, but, uh, you can do it as long as you want, but after a while, your subconscious mind gets turned off to something that's repeated over and over again. So you have to shake it up and change some affirmations. And there's a wonderful explanation about this in Sharon's, book power words about um, word fatigue and um, it actually can give you some alternatives uh, that are shorter because it gives you power through just small words or phrases so I want to recommend Sharon's book power words to you because it explains that so um, I would definitely get that book but also uh, mix up your affirmations and then just let them go and try a couple, you know, do that for a week or two and then try um, some different affirmation saturation. Um, I, do you understand what I'm saying, Elantra? Yes, I do. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking, honey, because I'm, I'll bet a lot of people had that same experience. Um, uh, but it's just something that when we start to really um, absorb and embrace the, the affirmations, uh, we feel the truth of them. But after a while, it's like a song that just won't stop playing in your mind. <laughs> you know, like the small world from Disney World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Anyway, so thank you for calling and thank you for asking that because I'm sure a lot of people had have had that same reaction. And check out Power Words and give you easy little words and it does talk about word fatigue. So thank you for calling Elantra and we will have somebody get back to you. I thank promise. you very much. Okay, God bless you, honey. Thank you. Okay, um, let's go to Jennifer. Jennifer? Are you on? Hi. Hi. You can hear me? How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so glad to connect with both of you. I listen to you um, regularly and love your tips that you give in an array of areas. So I have also been working towards connecting to spirit and angels and um, getting guidance myself and I wanted to end for opening up opportunities. So I wanted to see what you saw around that and having opportunities open for me. Are you talking about work opportunities, honey? Yes, career and a mate. Okay. Um, well, I do see a man here with an envelope. 
um, holding, uh, and there's a coin on the envelope. That's a message. It could be an email. It could be actual snail mail or even a phone call. So there is something coming here. Um, I see you getting on a horse. That's action. And that horse, oh, okay. Right away, it goes through a door with a coin on it. So there, that is a new beginning. I do feel that there is something new on its way here. Um, and uh, Gabriel comes in, and, I'm, and he's kind of tickling my throat. And I feel that part of, um, I want, want to be um, really optimistic. And part of my approach and the action I take is literal on the horse. But I also want to take some encouraging statements to myself. Because I, I, in both of these areas, I feel like I've been a little frustrated and that can seep, in, seep into my consciousness and consciousness can turn into expectation. So you want to be aware of that. I, I, I'm attracting the ideal job and the ideal partner. Um, and uh, you want to yes, just um, I open my heart and my life to that. What are you picking up, Sharon? Well, actually, um, Jennifer, I have to tell you that as I touch in with your energy, you have an enormous amount of, well, power energy and and um and I, it's really palpable to me but i will also say that sometimes you you have bouts of depression and you feel as if things are empty and um, you don't want to put a lot of energy into that that's a good time to use some affirmations or some power words or that type of thing um, because you, you, you just have a very formidable energy. And if you, I mean, you can do anything you want to do, anything you want to do. So, um, you know, put your foot on the path that when, you, when you're having a depressed day, and God knows we all have those these days, um, you know, give yourself um, an, an embrace and a pursuit that you really love and that you feel um, helps you to cherish you and helps you to um, contribute to the world because that energy has to be used in some contribution. In terms of a romantic relationship, um, Spirit shows me roses, and they actually show me raining roses, roses raining down like um, rose petals, but actually the whole rose, <laughs> the whole rose top of the rose. And now it's to my right a little. Now right is the future. Now it's not like to my right 10 years from now or even two years from now, but in the coming months in this calendar year, um, not well, this coming calendar year, because we're almost at December, but in this coming calendar year, I really feel as if you, um, there's just roses all around you, so I'm not worried um, about that, and I just almost want to say that all you have to do is stay your course and keep doing what you're doing, it's almost as if you'll discover this mate in some way somebody you know will meet introduce you or it just almost happenstantial but not really because of course spirit always helps us design things you know so i'm feeling very good with that and um and i would just support you in turning all of that energy into you know all of the wonderful ways that you can contribute and and use that power to help humankind it's really lovely um, you're, you are a computer. You are a communicator, and I don't really know that you found a way to use your voice yet, and um, that still has to come. And I think it might come with your communication with spirit. Okay. Is there a way um, that I can enhance that? Because I have tried different methods. I've talked to different. Um, 
speakers, lectures to learn tips, and I've just um, not seeming to find. Um, uh, I don't know where where to go from here, where to build, because you said to use it towards good, and that is my question. Where can I use um, my efforts towards well, like helping? I, said, I really feel as if it's in communication, and it, and it could be in the psychic communication, healing, mediumship, spirit communication, that type of thing. Now, do you meditate and do visualizations where you're talking to spirit? Yes, yes, every day for a couple of years. And, um, you know, what Sandy said earlier about uh, gold coin, I am up for a promotion in my job, but it is an office job. And so I'm really looking towards moving toward, um, into the spiritual arts and helping people in a, you know, in and a better when, way. And in your meditations, and you do, so you've do, been doing it for a couple of years, so you're doing some readings for your friends and your family and stuff? Well, that's the problem. I don't find connections with people. So I've been kind of going it, I have been going it alone. And I'm not sure um, how to open up those uh, avenues. And I've tried, it seems like I've been blocked. So I thought, well, maybe it's just my destiny right now to do it alone. So I've been doing that while doing workshops and learning. Um, well, that's, but that's why I feel I'm... your communication. See, I see you in a, in a strong, having a strong energy of communication, but it feels as if that's kind of like unspoken or un, haven't been born yet or just as kind of um, an inner right. uh, ability rather than something that you have ec learned to execute yet. Um, but right. I think that you can do that if you start to take down the pieces of learning how to communicate with spirit um, and there should be classes online. Also, um, you know, there's some at-home study programs. I have one called Speaking to Spirit, but you can just get some visualizations where spirit gives you a word and you learn what that word is, and spirit gives you an image, and you learn how to interpret the different images. It's not actually as hard as people make it out to be, and you don't want to get into your left brain about it. So you want to give yourself every, every, every opportunity opportunity to move forward and practice with other people now you can't sit with other people during covid but you certainly might be able to um at least take yourself in your own visualizations to start practicing the communication tips with spirit that will start your your um your your path forward yeah, and, and so you're saying the communications with spirit, not with people so much. Oh, you will be communicating with people, but I would like yeah. you to, I, absolutely, you're going to be communicating with people. But And I think that one, some of your communication with people, see, you have this communication skill all in your aura, okay? It's really significantly there. And so I just feel as if, um, I mean, you could have been a counselor if you wanted to be a counselor, you know, or a therapist or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. But you could also allow yourself to commu have communicate with people through your communication with spirit. Like in, when I do my readings, I talk to spirit and give the identifiers of the spirit people and all of the message from spirit about my clients' lives to them. And that's another form of communication that can happen for you. So at this point in time, just start building, the, since you are by all of us, by the nature of COVID, are by ourselves, 
um, uh, or at least even in our family, you can start to use your meditations to actually practice the language of spirit and then see where you Mm -hmm. go with that. And I want Mm -hmm. to uh, recommend as well, um, Jennifer, that uh, listen to the um, show, if you can get on demand, the show on um, attraction and tension. And you can start by creating first an an intention, I am attracting friends and kindred spirit who I can share this experience with. At first, it won't be a, a... an income for you, it might, it absolutely could turn into that. And later on, you can change it to clients who want to um, get my spiritual advice. So uh, back about a month or two ago, I did a show on attraction intention. Definitely listen to that so that you can find out how you can send this intention where you attract kindred spirits so that you can share this uh, talent that you definitely have with them. All right, sweetheart? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Good. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Thank okay. You. All right. Let's go to Yaz. Hi, Yaz. Hey. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Hi. I'm a bit uh, on the on the same um, wavelength as as your other caller. I've been um, meditating for a while now, and at first I was very encouraged because I've seen some purple and some light and now it's just all dark um, and I'm not I don't feel like I'm connecting with spirit so do you have any advice on on how to improve my uh, meditation well Well, there are spirit around you I can see plenty of friends and family angels and even higher guides Um, I feel that part of it it it, uh, starts with a disconnect with your own spirit. Um, Part of it is a feeling of hopelessness that is seeping up from your third chakra all the way up. And I really want to um, start to uh, affirm that I have this ability and I am connecting with spirit, whether I feel the sensations. There will be some days that you feel the sensations or see or hear something and others when you don't. And that's true for all of us. It happens to me and Sharon as well, and anyone who does this work. So I don't want to give up, I, but I also don't want to give in, give in to hopelessness. I want to just keep um, doing it without necessarily checking it, like seeing um, did what happened, did nothing happen, and, and, you know, am I performing? Are they showing up? If you get into an analytical state, you're moving off your right mind and, and into your left mind. Right, Sharon? What are you picking up? Yes, that's correct, honey. Um, everybody that everybody that has a question like this, it's an, an imperative that you understand that if you are in any way, if you hear yourself asking any question or thinking nothing's happening or what's supposed to happen or that type of thing, it indicates left, left brain activity. And the left parietal lobe is where we judge and measure and do math. And judging and measuring is, is the domain of the ego. We don't go to the ego for answers from spirit. We go to the right brain. So what you need to do, um, yes, is to, and everybody, you need to give your imagination the job. For instance, yes, right now, I would like you to see a, a, a birthday cake. Imagine a birthday cake right now. Do you have it? Yep. Okay. That's as easy as it is. 
It isn't any more difficult than that. And I'll tell you what, your spirit people gave you that birthday cake. So, because spirit always knows what you're going to ask, even at the very first thought of you framing the question. So when I say, when I tell my students, make yourself get an image, make yourself get a word, make yourself get a color, a number, a feeling, a sensation, an emotion, a body thought, okay? We go through that in our classes. And one of the things that is imperative that, well, people say, well, if I make myself do it, I'm only making it up. And actually, that's not true. Spirit's already there. They're putting, they're inserting the image or the word into your into your experience and all you're doing is taking your focus to that now what color birthday cake did you get and what what tell me were there candles how many candles give me that uh it was white with uh, red and yellow flowers on the side okay white with no yellow candles. red and no candles okay all right white is purity of spirit red mm-hmm. and yellow red is the color of action and yellow is the um, color of mind. And so this is an action of your spirit mind. you see how that message came to you? This is an action of your spirit. Red is action, yellow mind, white spirit, okay? So all of your communication, all you have to do is recognize that you are having actions with your spirit mind. And it is that simple. People make it a big, horrible, crazy thing about, oh, it's only a gift some people can do. You know, I'm sorry, that's not true. Everyone can talk to spirit. So, but see, but you made, I, I, I required you to get, a birthday cake. Now, when you start to communicate with spirit, and everybody who's been listening, I think the last person too, Jennifer, I think, um, ask for an image and make yourself get the first image. Recognize the first image that comes to mind. It could be as simple as a banana or a light bulb or even just a color, and but then ask for a word, and then ask for a feeling. We have to start to learn how we've received the language of spirit, and that only comes with practice, okay? So I guarantee you, your spirit people haven't abandoned you, but what you are is spending a great deal or losing a great deal of time um, by being directing yourself to your left brain and not actually going, give your imagination the job, everybody. That doesn't mean you're making it up. You've been using the right side, imaging side of your brain since you were little. And so you feel like it's the same thing as since you were little. But the truth of the matter is it's just letting yourself focus on what your imagination, your imaging brain shows you that spirit puts there. Yes, and and honey, I have to say that as I go down the road with you and you're doing the stuff that Sharon is talking about, I hear her wishes fulfilled. So let's take our analytical mind out of it and let's picture some cakes and bananas and monkeys. And (laughs) said banana, I saw a monkey. Okay, so I think we'll leave you with that image. So thank you. Honey, (laughs) I I definitely heard that. All right, thanks for calling, Yaz. All right, let's go to Venice. Hi, Benes. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Hi, Sandra. It's so good to connect again with you. Thank you so much for taking my call. For sure. What's your question? Um, 
Thank you. So um, I tried to connect with you. I mean, we connected briefly last week, but then the show ended. So I, I'm so grateful to go through again. Um, I have a question about uh, changing a really difficult um, relationship that I have with my mother. And I, I feel as though there may be some karmic or like past life connection here because I feel I did have a emo- childhood emotional neglect uh, through some really traumatic experiences with the family as well. Uh, but I also feel like there is this like like sense of um, extreme anger or intensity of emotion when um, the neglect happens. And I've been doing my work for five years of like reprogramming and changing, and I've done beautiful progress in so many areas. This one area seems to be the problem for me, which um, I don't quite understand. So I want to know what it is with regards to that pattern because it's giving me illness and difficulties and I don't want to hurt anyone or be hurt however it's so intense and um, you can uh, rescript this you definitely have a past life honey and you can rescript it and um, you have issues of abandonment um, and not neglect but neglect and abandonment and I actually am seeing a past life where as a very young child you were sold into an indentured servant by your family. They needed the money and they couldn't feed you, so they sold you into indentured servitude and you were miserable and you you hated it. And of course, you were very young. I'm feeling probably eight or 10, I'm hearing. Uh, so here's how you rescript it. Do you know about rescripting, honey? Uh, not quite, no. Actually, I do not. On, you meditate on it, and you hear them talking about, okay, we've got to uh, put her into servitude because uh, we can't feed her. And you say, no, you don't want to do that. There are other options. And they say, yes, you're right. And you take the power. You take the, the, the value in the situation. And then you visualize yourself growing up and being healthy and happy and um, a functioning adult with healthy relationships with that family. It's going to be very important that you um, release the toxic attachment. In addition to this past life thing, I want to do some affirmations about I release toxic attachments, toxic patterns, uh, toxic conclusions uh, from the past. And that includes the past in this life and the past in past lives. What are you picking up, Sharon? Well, actually, um, there are, yeah, I have to agree, there are a number of past lives that you've had um, with your mom and actually the other people in your family, too. But I have to agree with Sandra um, that, um, I mean, everything that she told you, um, this is karmic. And um, one of the big things that people have to understand when you're working a karmic um uh, kind of co-creative karmic situation where it's not just your karma, but the karma that involves the p- other people in the relationship and that type of thing, um, is that sometimes the other people don't get on the same path as you in trying to heal it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you, you understand what I'm saying? You, I mean, yeah. you you want to heal things with your mother, but I actually do not feel as if she's even conscious of of uh, something being wrong, even though you yeah. have told her over and over and over again. But um, 
but she's not conscious of that because she doesn't see her own wrongdoing or her own responsibility in things, if you understand. So when we have karma, a karmic situation with another person, and we want to heal the relationship, but the other person doesn't wake up, to the the participation that they can have in this mutual healing, um, then it's up to us to engage in kind of the next level of karma, which really would be our own karma in letting this go. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, seeing your mother. Yes, you can do past life regressions. I strongly support you in doing that. You can find out what happened. But also recognizing your mother as almost like a child who doesn't get it. You know what I mean? Doesn't get it. A child who hasn't grown up to her own responsibility yet. And remind yourself that, you know, the distance she has from her awareness is also sadly... Um, connected to the distance that she has from her, or from experiencing her own spirit, As in, and isn't that sad? So your karmic directive now with your mother is to stop defining yourself through her. Stop making mm-hmm. yourself feel good or bad by her responses to you. Recognize that her, you, the only thing that defines you, and the only thing that defines each of us, is that God light, God self within. And um, and your mom doesn't know how to respond to that because she can't even see it in herself, okay? So your next step on this karmic path is to create forgiveness. That's hard, but it's still necessary. Create forgiveness because um, if you don't do that, I'm not saying, saying it's okay, everything she did, but, you mm-hmm. know, forgiveness allows you... It's easier to create forgiveness when we see somebody as a little child in their immaturity. Okay? See that and, and, I also and understand add here, that. Sharon, I also want to add, to help you create forgiveness, it's important to vent your genuine emotions. So I want yeah. to encourage you to listen to the show about journaling and doing some venting letters so that you can get out the frustration and the hurt and the anger and the feelings of rejection. Get that out, and it's much easier to forgive when you have vented. If you're holding in all the pain, all the negative conclusions, it's very difficult to forgive from the heart. And oftentimes forgiveness from the mind is not um, where uh, your best um, energy comes from. So I really want to encourage you to listen to the show about doing some venting letters and then doing some forgiveness letters so that you can engage in both of those things, release of the energy and the experience of letting go. Forgiveness is the best way to let it go, but so is venting, and that helps with the forgiveness. So I want to encourage you to do that, honey. Mm -hmm. And I just noticed now that we are at the time where we have to um, wrap up here. So thank you for calling and thank you everyone. And make sure you get in touch with your higher self and connect with the bounty of spirit. Have a blessed week. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world.
Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.